This is Can We Talk It Over, the only dating relationship podcast that begins in bed. Make the time to subscribe. Now let's pull back those sheets. All right, it's your man KR from Bedstar, and this is another uh, podcast. Uh, Talk it over, as you know, is the only dating relationship podcast that begins in bed, and we're usually in the show's big old bed. But because we're under the uh, watchful eye of the coronavirus, we are now doing this virtually from the comforts, hopefully, of our own big old beds. Um, and we have an amazing topic. We have some amazing guests. Uh, so let's see who we have. We have Anel. Hey, Anel, how are you? Hi, I'm good. Thank you. Welcome back. Thank you for joining us once again. Thank you for having me once again. All right. And this week, let's see. Let's welcome back this week. We have Sasha in the building. Hey, Sasha, how are you? Hey, guys. All good. I'm oh. happy to be back. Yeah, thanks. So you, you really did your thing last week. We really appreciate you coming back this week. So clearly you found something of value here, and that's awesome. And uh, not only did you come back, but you brought uh, Jimmy back in the building. Jimmy, <laughs> thanks for coming back this week, man. Really appreciate you. Thanks so much. I loved it. Thanks All for right. having me back. No, my pleasure. So you didn't get in trouble with the wife. Did not. As of now, no. <laughs> All right. Listen, I, I noticed, is she is she in the room with you sometimes? No, 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 oh, no. Oh, okay. Do right, you see me look? No, that's just... Yeah. Because uh, I was going to say, you know, if she wants to jump on and, and, and insert or have some input, she's more than welcome. And, uh, of course, we're going to welcome back Miss Robin. Robin, how you doing, love? Great, guys. How are you? Welcome back. Thank you. Robin is awesome. Um, so look, one of the things I want to tell you guys before I introduce Changa and Olin is if you have anything you want to pitch or plug, please feel free to do so. All right. Um, Changa, Chili Most, how you doing, bro? I'm doing good. I'm, I'm laughing because you got that man looking over his shoulder now thinking his wife is coming in. He's going to do that the whole show. He's yeah, like, yeah, look. So, look uh, I'm not selfish. I'm not selfish. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know we get in trouble, the married guys. Are yeah, scared. man. Yeah, okay. <laughs> look, that's why I was teasing. That's why I was teasing Jimmy because he's been married for 14 years. And uh, the last podcast we did together, every time he was talking, I noticed he started looking, looking over his shoulder. <laughs> I've been I've been married for fourteen too, so that's wild. Yeah, man. So yeah, really, I'll, uh, yeah. Don't let the next show time get you see me, I'll be I'll be just like in the corner of a closet doing it, whispering. <laughs> and uh, last but most certainly not least, Big O. Yo, what you know? How's it going, everybody? It's, this room is growing, and I love it. Yeah, man. Me too. I I'm love it. Really excited, um, and glad to see you know. I, I'm so glad that we get to do this every week because I get to see some wonderful, live, vibrant faces. Um, and so I, I really appreciate you all coming on and, and we can share this time and fellowship and know that uh, all is um, right in the world and that it's going to be all right in the world. Right. Social distancing doesn't necessarily mean socially isolated. Absolutely. Yes. So um, now with that said, are you guys ready for the feel good story today? Yes. Because yeah. yep. you, you know, that's the tradition, right? So, so to, to continue to the synergy that we have, we'd like to open up the show with a feel good story today. Normally, I don't like to, uh, to do things that involve celebrities, but every now and then one uh, comes up 
and uh, catches me and I have to acknowledge them. So we got one from, uh, let's see. Okay, here we go. Uh, boom, 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 boom. Oh, Tyler Perry picks up the tab for all groceries purchased during senior shopping hour at 72 supermarkets. Wow. Yeah, isn't that something? That's awesome. Yes, it is not uncommon for movie mogul Tyler Perry to make national headlines for his good deeds. And this week, he is being praised by social media users around the world after he revealed to an anonymous benefactor for senior shoppers. As, a thou as thousands of elderly citizens browsed the aisles of supermarkets in New Orleans and Atlanta, they were stunned to hear that their groceries had been paid for by the Atlanta Angel. All right. Isn't that awesome? Very nice. Isn't that a great feel-good story? That's a great that is. That is yeah, very good. I mean, mm. This this is what we, this is what we use the acquisition of of, of wealth and wealth, position yeah. for to be of greater service. I really believe that, and um and 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 you all being here, um, helping us do this uh, podcast is also a, a further extension of you all's commitment to be of greater service. So we all feeling good. Yeah, I just got to say I like. The fact that all these, you know, in this time that we're all uh, coming, I guess, coming together, socially distancing because of the uh, the pandemic, it's good to see so many examples of just small and large people stepping up for their yes. fellow human. Absolutely. It, it's a beautiful thing. So, yeah. So we're all feeling good. Yeah. Big old. Tell yeah, us what yeah. you got on tap, son, because I know right, you yeah, come on. The great topic to discuss this this day. What is the timeline for the second first impression? When does the real makeup come off? Now, I'm going to repeat that because the, the first time I heard this, it threw me. And I was like, what are we talking about here? What is the timeline for the second first impression? When does the when does the real makeup come off? In other words, what is the timeline where you say to your significant other, your boo or whoever it is you may be saying, allow me to reintroduce myself. Uh-oh. That's, so, that's what we're asking. So, so we're talking somewhere around this after the second or third date, and we've made the decision that we've gone from the courting to kind of more dating slash relationship. And so now the gloves come off. The makeup maybe, come maybe. off. Yeah, like maybe. Yeah, maybe it's the second okay. or third. It could be longer than that. Who knows? It, it depends be, on yes. the so is there a protocol? Does it matter? I'm sure it's all subjective, but uh, we'd love to bounce that around. And once again, um, we're not subject matter experts, right? The only no, question that we really ask is, can we talk it over in this big old bed, right? So definitely, look, I'm bad at dating and relationships, um, but just because I'm bad at dating and relationships doesn't mean you have to be. So please feel free to jump in, everybody. I'm shutting it up. For a minute. Yeah, me too. I'm, I'm sitting back. Up. We need to open that up a little bit. Why are you bad at dating and relationships? You can't just throw that out. There. I had the same thought. <laughs> well, you know, it, it's it's well, it's just something that I that I like to throw out and make myself the heavy. I'm actually really. You don't want no problems when yeah, somebody come yeah. and say, "Ah, you told us to do this." Exactly. You're like, no, I didn't. <laughs> That's right. So you know, I I would I would say Changa that over the years as the as the older man that I am 
definitely much better equipped to be in a relationship than I ever was. I, I know what I know. I've learned um, a lot of life lessons. I'm still learning and still growing, but I feel like I definitely have the tools to be in a relationship. It's just something I throw out there to kind of goof and make myself the, uh, the brunt of the, the, the attacks that may come um, from people right. also a disclaimer to protect yeah, that, us from that's, liability that's, and yeah, legal that's, claims that's part of the disclaimer <laughs> see changa messing with me because he knows that's not true right well you know i've just i've <laughs> been there uh you know Nas is the kind of person when we used to walk down the street in new york uh, women would try to pick him up and it always i used to be doing jumping jacks like hey i'm here i'm available why you know so I, when he said he was bad at it, I'm like, hmm, I don't know about that. It, historically, <laughs> that was see, Changa. See, the thing that Changa doesn't realize is that he was looking at who was looking at me, but I was looking at the 50 women who were looking at him. Ah, <laughs> okay, keep up with him. So, <laughs> so there it is. Yes, yes. So, yes, ladies, what do you think? We we always like to measure how we move. Um, based on um, your your sense of expectations or what you're looking for inside of dating and relationships. So come on, ladies, we got enough of y'all up in here. <laughs> I, I actually read the, um, I, I just read it because I tend not to look when I get the little invitation and I just read that little article or whatever. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to say that if it was a quiz, flat F I would have gotten on everything. Just, uh, just, I was so surprised by so many different things that, men would be more willing to divulge certain kinds of information earlier on than women. And I, I just, I would have failed big time, all of it. And, and I guess as far as, um, gosh, I, I don't know. I'm so brutally honest to a fault that it, it, I probably say more than I, than I ever need to all the time, but that's how I've always been. So I'm, I'm not not about to change now. <laughs> so so to be clear, what we're asking is because when you first meet someone, regardless across all, I would say cultures, when you very first meet someone, there's a representative that you put forth. Mm. There is a there is a persona that you put you like I say best foot forward, right? right? And then there's a whole host of other habits and things that make make you up that that person doesn't get to see within their first meeting. So I guess the question is, how long does it take for them to start to see that the, the layers of onions that composes the person that you are? Um, for me personally, I don't, I don't know, man. I've, for me, I, and I might be a, a hard case on this one, but I personally feel like you don't really know someone if you haven't been with them for at least two years. That may be a huge, huge distance. But I, for me, I'm like, yo, if you have not been with someone for two years, you don't actually know that person. You haven't been there has not been enough of uh, life obstacles that you've had to navigate together to see how that person moves, how that person reacts. Do they uh blame you do they improve do they use you as a scapegoat this that and all the third but that's just my personal opinion anybody can any everybody else in here please feel free to to throw out your own timeline 
Nope. All right, I'm gonna keep going. Well, I saw Anel. <laughs> no, I think Anel Anel was like waving the flag when you said what you said. So feel free, Anel, to 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 comment. I completely agree with that. I think that I mean, getting to know a person takes a real long time. Regardless of whether you put a persona or not, I don't consider that I do that. I think uh, I don't. I don't think I have a persona. <laughs> I don't have a person. I think I always am. I always act like myself all the time. Um, but there's a difference between it being myself uh, than speaking about serious things during the first few dates. Like at the beginning, I don't want to go on my first date and speak what I broke up with my ex-boyfriend or my <laughs> trauma or my relationship with my parents. Like that's something that I would like to leave for a later on if we happen to work like I think the first few dates are just like they're a matter of whether we can we have fun together I think that's what the first few dates and are for and that doesn't mean anything you can really have fun with a person that it's not for you that you're not compatible with but I think that's the first thing to find out like do I get along with this person and then later on in chats you start learning a little more about each other but i completely agree that it takes it takes a you need i mean once you decide to be together you need to face life obstacles to really see uh, how the other person reacts and i think that uh takes at least two years i completely agree with that okay all right I- I can see some that I think I like that idea of a representative. I think that's true. Mm-hmm. But in, I would say that it's not just on, on dating. It's like anyone you meet, there's this oh, representative absolutely. out in the world. So, but that representative should still be pretty authentic from the start. You know, it's like literally a sales representative. You don't want it to be too misleading. Like he was lying about that company the whole time. Um, but so you kind of like put forth this authentic representative, but then, because what happens in a relationship after a long time, you get past the representative and get that everyone sees yes. to the, this other person that's not mm-hmm. on the clock. And that, I think that's the really revealing part. And like, yeah, because you could, you could fake something for months, but after a while, it's like, nope, this is me. All right. All right. So you think it's a matter of months to reach that stage where it's like, hey, you're starting to see the real me uh, and my, my most relaxed state. Maybe it is just a becoming comfortable enough with that person, that individual that you do start to let some of the other colors. I, yeah, I think traveling really is a good way to do that. Like with whoever it is, a friend, a partner, my wife and I went to Costa Rica early on in our relationship. And I think that really helped us. Okay. Uh, just, <laughs> would you would you advise traveling? What at what stage would you advise traveling? I, I, as you said up front, not an expert. My guess, I I would say a few months. If it, if things are going well, you are committed to each other after a few several months. Working a trip, okay. it's a really good revealer. Interesting. Yeah. Nice. That, that's how you really get to know. You want to get to know about somebody that you're mm-hmm. thinking about be with. Go on a trip with them. Yes. You will either it, it's and it's one of those 
uh, sink or swim type situations. Yeah. It's going to reveal whether you have what it takes to to endure and stick it out with this person or you are going to like, look, the trip may not even conclude before <laughs> you get on up out of there. So how many how many days does the trip need to encompass? Like are we talking a weekend? Are we talking like a week? Twenty eight days. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Uh, Sasha, you wanted to add something? Did you have something you wanted to insert? Yeah, I'll go back to uh, James's example of um, putting a certain front, right? If you think about it, when you when we all start new jobs, right? For a while everything about a new job is amazing. Oh my God, they have the coffee, the snacks, and like you're meeting all these new people. And then same time next year, you're looking at it through a completely different different lens, right? Yeah. So right. It's like, yo, they can't bring like anything besides these granola bars. Like what? Um, So it's similar, I would say, in all relationships. And um, I think we'd have to look at what we're defining as our true selves and like what exactly we're talking about Mm -hmm. when we say reveal, uh, take off the makeup, because certain things for me personally will forever stay secret. (laughs) And I've been Uh similar to... James, I've been in a relationship, I guess, what, 14 years going on, like 15 years, right? So, um, and that's just my comfort zone. There's a lot that I'm very authentic and sincere and open about. And then there's a small percentage of things that I keep to myself and will continue to do so. So, so here's a question uh, for mostly uh, you married folk and, and some of us who have actually been married before, like, and it, it's clearly it's subjective. What was your timeline for your, uh, for your second first impression, uh, Changa? Like how much time did you allow before, let's say you and Lady D got to the point where you were looking at not the representative anymore, but actually that, that real true person or that self. I mean, it probably a little different for both of us. I mean, I'm 14 years older than my wife. And so it was a pretty significant age difference, but I'd say maybe like three or four years into it. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So that's back to what O was saying. You need at least two years. So you, you had, so, um, the reason I say two is because there's a lot of self negotiation that goes on when you're in a relationship with someone you care about. Can I live with this? Can I deal with that? Can I cope with the way they do this? Does this, is this enough to sustain me and make me happy for the long term? So there's a lot of self negotiation. And the more you care about someone, the harder those questions become right and so i think it really takes that and that's a lot of self-growth in that like what can i tolerate what can i tolerate? you start to learn more about yourself in those relationships in that time than you do uh which is necessary to be able to get to that healthy stage of a relationship being able to own what you are who you are and have the skill set to communicate that to your significant other and realize whether or not that person is right for you yeah, well, I, th- I think you just said it um, t- 
too, is just like you really can't be in a, a positive or a healthy relationship until you're in a great and healthy relationship with yourself. Absolutely. So depend, depending on how self-realized you are, it makes things a lot more challenging. I, you know, so what I learned uh, from my wife is one thing she used to do when she was really pissed at me in the beginning of our relationship is she would wash my feet. And that would scare the shit out of me because I was like, <laughs> I was like, I knew she was mad, but she get a big pot of water, and she put my feet in and wash them. And I was like, so she she taught me service, yes. uh, instead of uh, you know as a way to get through hardship. Otherwise, I was Captain Petty, you know, I was you know Mister Retribution and all of that. So it, it's just a lot that has to be open first so and just having an understanding of who you are is the hardest thing about any relationship absolutely that's such a good point i was just thinking like you can't really reveal yourself if you don't even know what that self is yet absolutely blind spots yeah you got plenty of blind spots and so i you have to trust that other person across from you that they're not trying to manipulate you but they're actually reflecting your blind spots so when when someone is saying hey you know you do this or you know, they might not use the language you want, like, hey, you're an asshole this way. You have to trust them. I mean, mm-hmm. sometimes people do get you looking left so they can go right out the back mm-hmm. door and go be mm-hmm. with so-and-so or what, or, or what have you. So it's really, it's, it's a lot of factors. It's can you trust your own intuition about Absolutely. Your own inclinations about behavior, your own inclinations about your own behavior. Vulnerabilities. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So Nas, is it? Can we go to, do you think it's too early or can we bring, introduce the, the what you found, the, the little quiz that you found on this topic, which is for those who, who may just be joining us, the topic we're discussing is what is the timeline for the second first impression? When does the real makeup come off? So, yeah. Uh, do you, what do you think, Nas? Can we introduce that? Yeah, can man, please. Kick please, it around. By, by all me. Yeah, man. Let's do it. I found this. I found this study very interesting. I think, and and I think this is the one that that uh, Robin was alluding to earlier. And I kind of feel her when she was saying, "I don't know who they." This is like the Family Feud survey, where you're like, "Who who provided these answers? Who are they asking <laughs> <laughs> these questions to?" Mm-hmm. Um, so this is for the group because I, I love to like kick it around. Uh, one of the questions. Is is when do you start choosing binge watching TV over sex? So that's hilarious. And the answers I, I want to hear from everybody else, but these answers threw me because I'm what like, show what show are we talking about? And <laughs> and that sounds there. like one of Jiminy's comedies, uh Jiminy uh, comedy <laughs> chicks uh, we're Literally. about to jump into. That's <laughs> crazy. Well, I'm not a binge watcher to begin with. So for me, right. the answer is never. Like, I, the right. show can wait. But uh, yeah, let's Absolutely. kick it around. Go ahead. Well, well, I'll, I'll say that we used the television as a form of birth control. So we, we didn't have a TV in the bedroom. But on, once we got up to six babies, we, we put the TV <laughs> in the bedroom. Like, so if, if you want a stronger relationship, keep the TV out of the bedroom. Don't binge watch. Uh, and, and that that would help. So for me, it's, it's like you oh, it, it's never like it, it's yeah. always I'm going to choose to burn calories, uh, you know, bumping up against my wife before I would watch uh, watch a TV show. 
Absolutely. What were you going to say, Anel? You you had something you wanted to. Uh, that was no. really funny, Changa. Uh, no, I just said that I've never reached that point. Yeah. I, I, I actually that. don't think I've ever been that long into a relationship. So wow. I mean, here have been non relationship for fourteen plus years. My longest relationship has been three years. So okay. uh, I'm a little now. Right. So yeah, does anybody else want to chime in? I'll, I'll reveal the numbers real quickly. I was in a, my relationship was thirty eight years, to be honest with you, but. Um, Married for 30 and in, in, in the relationship for eight before that. But um, so I'm, I'm guaranteeing I got the longest one going here. Well, I'm, divorced now. I'm divorced now, but we're very, very good friends. Um, but I, okay, so I don't even remember way back then about, being, although I do, I always hear about the TV thing. We always had a TV in our, well, not when we were young, but we always had a TV in our, in our bedroom, but we had four kids, bam, bam, bam. Like we were on your track. Um, Tanga, but um, but then I stopped. <laughs> so I, I um, so I don't really remember watching too much TV way back then. And then when it got to be later, I mean, I'm not a TV watcher or a binge TV watcher anyway. Neither one of us really were. So it was that was really just more of a recreational. Hey, I heard so and so's got something on, and well, you know, it was a like we're going to read a book together. We're going to watch the show together. It was never a yeah, no, I got my you know, I got my you know, season of Friends coming up or whatever. It was never. Yeah, I, I, I would I would say that uh, for me, never like there, there's if I'm in a relationship, if I'm courting, if I'm dating or in a relationship that the television or any outside um, uh, what I would call interference is not going to play a role in it. Like I, if I'm I'm committed to making this work to the best of my ability. So anything outside of that is going to be something that's a disruption. So I would definitely say never. Um, even even when I wasn't the greatest in relationships, I wasn't going to allow something uh, an outside force to to like interfere with, uh, with with me trying to get to know that other human being. Well, I can understand okay. that. I for for me, I would say like I totally get that. I I think there's a, a relationship sweet spot you could reach, and this is where sure like I think it works out the best for me is like when you could have sex, but then you're both into the same show, mm-hmm. and then you could just binge watch <laughs> it the rest of the night like that. Sure, that's yeah. Yeah. absolutely. If you that's can get ideal. there, what's yeah. the what? It depends on the share show. A show and interest. You can share interest in a show and be intimate. You may not be having sex, right. but but you could be intimate with that person sharing a show together because you're both enjoying it or whether yeah, how does not say it? whatever that's that's intimacy too intimacy so, is yeah. not always intercourse right that's, that's right, right. That's a huge difference and if it was breaking bad if it was breaking bad by the way never so it doesn't matter <laughs> what, so, what do you uh, think sasha so, okay. we, we didn't get we didn't hear from sasha yet so yeah uh no tv in the bedroom i would say uh binge watching for me is not uh a thing uh together mm-hmm. and with my partner uh we uh he's more of a night owl i fall asleep <laughs> by 10 p.m like any every night because i'm up very early so i don't have an interest in staying up late and watching anything really um yeah, and we have two small children, so if there's any action going on, then there's a window <laughs> between 9.30 and 10 that you better talk to it or... Uh, oh, it ain't going to happen. No, right. It's it no chance no of anything, right? Yes. All right. Uh, oh. Yeah. So the, the, the survey, again, 33% of females said one to three months. 
Okay. Uh, 23% said three to six months. 18 said six to 12. 25% said a year or more. Okay. On the uh, inverse, males, one to three months was 27%. That's kind of huge. Three to six months was 24%. Six to 12 months, 17. And then amazingly, one year or more, 32% to take the lead. Wow. Hmm. So, right again, on. I don't I don't know what the the population of people they're surveying, but that's, you know. But that was and that's a British st- a survey too. So the culture Oh, that's yeah, sure. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, yeah, also, there you go. That explains everything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, one of the other ones that they that I thought was fairly uh, amusing was how long how long before you dressed down in front of your partner. You stop wearing sexy clothes, stop wearing comfy <laughs> clothes in front of your partner. That's a good one. That's so come on, come on, hard. ladies. I mean, that's kind of a loaded question given the a broad spectrum of styles, right? Like Right. What if you never athleisure. dressed up? <laughs> no, but like athleisure <laughs> is a is is a way of dressing, uh, which is very popular uh, mm-hmm. currently, right? Leggings, people wear to work, so whatever. I guess the question would be, how long would you go get go to the movies? Get dressed. Oh, okay. How long? Ugh. Yeah. Um, like your first date, you want to look great because you're going out. You want to impress by like months, whatever. You're like, oh, these these leggings and this oversized uh, hoodie I do. <laughs> I'm a big proponent of doing that up front and then okay. wearing them later. <laughs> So uh, you kind of set the bar. What's, what's the uh, what's the expression? Um, under promise and over deliver. Yes. Okay. Got so, it. I have to agree. I mean, this is me. You know, like it or leave it. I, I you know, I can. I'll, I'll dress up one day, but I'm also. And here's the other thing about being comfy. You know, if you're, if you feel good and you feel sexy. And chances are you're going to look good and look sexy too. You don't have to have curlers in your hair and big old fat sweatpants to, you know, to go there. I mean, I remember when I was young, make, like I made a conscious promise to myself, like, yeah, no, I am not going to be one of those women that like all of a sudden they got those like elastic waistband sweats on and no makeup. It's just, it's just not going to happen. I, t- I have more pride in myself than that. And I have to tell you, I never, ever, ever, ever was one of those mothers ever. And I never will be. Right on. So I usually like to look good. Like I, I like to make up. And for myself, I always like to dress nicely or wear some makeup. Wear some makeup. Like even even in quarantine, sometimes I've worn dresses and just put on some makeup because I like that. Uh, so, and I also never overdo it. Like I just get like nice light makeup and like. I don't dress like with uh, with sequels or anything like that, but usually I like to put, to put on something nice. So just the way I would go to work on a normal day, that's the way I show up to a date, which is to a certain degree of looking nice. And then how makeup and other things start coming down, I think it, it really has to do when whenever I can no longer do it. Like if you go to the beach with them, you are not going to do your makeup. Uh, so here's what it is. And that's it. Like I only do it until the point when I can. 
Well, well, I tell you, you know, guys, it's de- I would definitely say, and this this may be controversial a little bit, guys, we're <laughs> different. We want to get we want to get to the nitty gritty sooner than, sooner than later because we'll wear the same stinky shorts for like fifteen years. You know what I mean? So we want to get to the point where we right. compress and be ourselves sooner than later as it pertains to the wardrobe. Like, you know, I've got, you know, I got underwear that I've had for five years. You know, I mean, they still holding up. Some of the elastic has fallen off some parts of it, but that's just how we are as, as, as men. No, nah, you got to let those go, man. That's, I, yeah, that's nostalgic. I, I, Who bought you those? That, that's, <laughs> that's nostalgia holding on. You holding on to nostalgia. Yeah. But, but, you know, it's definitely, I, I would definitely say it's, it's different for guys because we want to get to our comfort level and comfort zone quick. And that's in whatever... You know, and, and I like and, and don't get me wrong, I like to dress up. I mean, you know, I'm almost always, you know, people are like, bruh, you are dressed to the nines all the time. And that's, you know, so I say that. Um, but I know that as a man, I typically like to be as comfortable as possible in terms of dress or undressing. Um, and that's me wearing my shorts that I had for about five, ten years. I was going to say, I think for guys, it's like the exact opposite. Okay. It's, it's when we get comfortable enough to dress down. Because, right. of, uh, because of that uh, D'Angelo video, I promised my wife 14 years ago I was going to show up in a towel and some, and some work boots and be able to <laughs> do that little spin. I still ain't give her that. I, I still, oh, man. I still don't have those abs. I still have those abs yet. You know, so, still working on it. <laughs> I, I think for us, we we want to know that, you know, you'll take us for, for whatever little gut, whatever little, uh, you know, or, or, you know, even being in sweatpants. I, I know my wife says the sexiest thing I could wear is just some, is like free balling in some, in some sweatpants. And you come through the door and, you know, she... Treats me like most men that treat a woman. It's the first thing she do is eye me and look right at at the spot. I'm like, oh, I, I got to go back in. <laughs> yep. I didn't pass inspection. <laughs> oh, so my think, goodness. I think for, for guys, you know, it's when we get comfortable enough to dress down. that Like, it gets yeah, a lot of pressure on looking like The Rock or, you know, even Kevin Hart. A lot, a lot of pressure on looking <laughs> like Kevin Hart. <laughs> and if you ain't got it, you feeling like, oh, I don't know if, uh, you know, a- am I doing it for us? So. Mm. Yes, yes. What's next, oh? Uh, another, another one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got, there's tons on here. And, and if anybody wants to go check out these questions just for entertainment sake, the address that you can find them, the survey is mattressonline.co.uk. And then just search for uh, how long before we reveal our true selves. And you should be able to find the article with the there's, t- there's way more questions than we have time to ask. Uh, another one, another good one is how long before you admit, and I don't even know if this, I guess this is specific to the people in the relationship, but how long before you admit the number of past lovers, if that's anybody's business. Oh boy. Okay. Yeah, that's, wow. let's, let's go there. Wow. Now, how long before you admit? I would say I never admit unless the question is asked directly. I was going to say, why would you ask? Why would right. anybody yeah, exactly. ask? Yeah, right. I, like, I thought the same thing. I'm like, you looking for trouble. Even well, that's even crazy. Breath, I'm not that's saying. a crazy question. That, that really is. And, and I, I've <laughs> yes, had to <laughs> But I've never had it come up early. And if it came up early, I, I, I'd probably have to question who this person is I'm really talking to. Because yeah. 
That's I mean, I've been asked. I don't mind sharing, but it's just yeah. like, hey, you know, uh, it's not something I'm going to lead with or any right. information that I feel is. I don't look at it any any kind of way. I was like, you know. well, when you, when were you asked, um, Olin? Like, at what point during the? Uh, the well, we were already we were already in a relationship. Like the relationship okay. already established. It okay, wasn't, that, that's fair. Yeah, that, yeah, I mean, to ask to, to ask inside of a relationship is is a fair question. I I think you know to ask when you're dating, courting in the yeah. early part of dating. Yeah, I think yeah. that would be is to, you know. Be well, I mean, it's relevant. I mean, oh, it, it is. It, it's very relevant, and depending on what your background is, I'm Judeo Christian, and uh, you know, I could prior to my wife, I could probably count on one hand the amount of people I had unprotected sex with. So right. I think that's very relevant. In, sure, uh, living in the world of, of uh, STDs and everything else, so it it's a pertinent question. Absolutely, like, you've had sex with ten people without protection, but two hundred people with protection. I don't know what's worse, but it yeah. it is definitely going to change uh, something in my mind. Like, hmm, context matters, I, I believe. So, yeah, it, it's not a it's 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 a good question to ask. It's just the context in which you know it's being asked. I think is probably more um, apropos because it, um, it says something about your character. I think that if absolutely you're, if you're asking how many sexual partners you have, you are trying to put someone's character into context. Not necessarily to judge them, but, you know, if you've mm-hmm. up with 100 per- people before you're 18. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Yeah, Maybe, that's... maybe you want to be like, hmm, we mm-hmm. shouldn't get married. Right. <laughs> yeah, or, you know, I don't know. Absolutely. You know, it depends on what, what on your the, yeah. nation is. Yeah, yeah whatever yeah. it is. It should but, you know, I have, some, I have something to add to that because I was thinking, so having been divorced, I, there, a lot of times I think when people are, when people are divorced or they're, uh, and they're looking for other relationships – are, are getting, in, getting into other relationships, I think sometimes more questions come up uh, about, about certain things. I mean, classic is, you know, why do you think your marriage didn't last? And, and, and that's, a fair, that's a fair question. And I, and I, yeah, absolutely. I have nothing to hide at all. I'll answer anything that any, anybody pretty much asks me, unless it's just, unless it's rude or not just none right. of their business. But if I'm in a genuine conversation with somebody and they want to know something about me, I, I really, I'm not ashamed of anything, whether it was good or bad. It, it made me who I am now. So why am I going to be embarrassed about something that may have happened 15 years ago? And, and I agree. And that's where I mean, where the context matters. Place in my life right now. But in saying that, there are a lot of those questions that I think do come around the second time um, because they're valid. And look, Absolutely. I've been in a, in a, in a relationship and it, and, it, and it just broke me. And I'm meeting you and you've had three wives and I found out kind of some of the, re- I started to feel some similarities or whatever. I may not be going that route the second time around. Not that you're not. And I, and I hate to say that bringing it back to me and Chang for another conversation. It's not that I'm, I'm, I'm trying to judge that person, but at certain points in your life, there's just some things that you just want to skip over and keep moving on because you don't have a whole, you just don't want to spend all that time learning all those things again mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, or having to go through all those things again. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. some, yeah. some questions are, are. That makes complete sense. Oh, absolutely. I, I would say that, that for me, uh, going all the way back to the beginning, when O said um, about, about two years sounds about right. My, uh, the, the one and only marriage that I had, my first second impression should have been, around that time 
um, because I probably would have not gotten married. Mm. And mm. so I was premature. Um, if I, looking back at it, mm -hmm. um, if I had kind of given myself a timeline or, or some, or a timeline or some guidelines, I probably would not have married, um, the woman that I married based on the, uh, the first second impression, which, which was awful. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. it was, it was really bad. Um, and I didn't stay married for much longer. Um, once I realized that um, that I that I made a mistake, you know, I didn't allow uh, for enough time. I didn't allow for the proper guidelines. Um, but but again, it, it's one of those. It, it's one of the very things that motivated me and inspired me to create Talk It Over, the podcast, as well as the dating game show, is to be able to do our due diligence as it pertains to making choices about who we want to be in relationships with, whether that be um, romantic ones. Um, I think they're all relationships are all intimate on some level, whether it's business or personal or romantic. Um, like, you know, uh, Brother Changa and I have been friends for well over 20-something years, you know, and it does take quite some time to get to know yourself inside of getting to know another human being. And you have to have, um, and, 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 and those relationships aren't always defined by the best of times. It's actually who are we when things aren't going well? Right. Can we hold true to those core values that make us all great and wonderful human beings as we are right now? I'm listening to everybody and you all are on this on this podcast because you're wonderful human beings. That's who we all are when things are going well. Time gives us who we are when things aren't going so well. Can we be cooperative? Can we be loving? Can we be nurturing? Can we be honest? Uh, can we communicate? Um, and those questions are really answered uh, over time uh, and when things aren't going well. And Chenga and I, we both can speak to having those moments for ourselves. But what comes out of it is, is, is a, uh, a rebirth, an opportunity for us to rebirth and grow from things that weren't always favorable, but our core values were always in place. Um, so it was, it allowed us to have those moments where we weren't, uh, weren't our, at our best selves, um, inside of a relationship. So no matter what kind of relationship you're in, not to be preachy, but we are speaking to, to, um, to listeners that we want to try to assist them in being their best selves. So I would say that, you know, allow yourself as much time as you need to get to know your best self inside of getting to know someone else. Last question, because I just want to ask everybody, is it ever, how, how long, <laughs> how long before you can say to the other person, I love you? Is there a time limit on that? Mm. And can you say it too soon? Mm. Can you say it too late? I think you can say it too soon. First date would be uh, good. Anel, <laughs> Anel, was, Anel was saying something, would we? I'm just saying you can't, probably there's not a timeline for how long it takes, but definitely you can say it way too soon. Like, yeah. I think it takes at least three months uh, into our relationship to say uh, somebody I love you, unless you knew them from before that. But again, context matters, but I think yes. that it's been like, if it's been less than 20 dates, I think 
Uh, yeah, I, don't, I think it's way too soon. Yeah, that was the number one answer, three months or more. Yeah, I mean, even the idea of, like, I listen to people, I've heard people say things like, uh, after, after knowing someone for a week, this is my best friend. Mm. I'm like, listen, you're going to need a whole lot more time than that to call somebody your best friend. It's, again, I, I, I harken back to Chenga and I, it has taken us well over 20 years, and I can call Chenga one of my closest, nearest, dearest friends because we've been through the fire together, you know. And then people say, yeah, that's my best friend. And by the end, by the beginning of the next week, they, can't, they don't like that person anymore because they haven't put in the time that it takes to get to know another human being. And for anybody who wants to get to know me, that takes work and it definitely takes time and a certain amount of commitment. Uh, and I, but I'm open. Um, I'm there to to do that soul work that it takes. But, you know, yeah, I would definitely say, you know, telling someone that you love them there. There is there is a period where it, it, it could be too soon. It'd be definitely okay. creepy. Gotcha. I say it when you feel it. And if Fair it's enough. at the end of the first date, then that's when you love them. Yeah, sure. Watch, reserve, out, watch out for that emotional manipulation. Yeah. Re- reserve the right to stop loving them when you stop loving them. Fair so. enough. Good, Changa. No, I, I like that. Say it when you feel it. I mean, I was on the phone with my wife's father second week after meeting her, uh, telling him I was going to marry her. And we've been together ever since. So it just... It depends, but that that is like she's my soulmate. Doesn't mean we get along all the time. There are times where I put on the eye black and the camo and stalk her like Rambo. Um, but you know, they, we still from from day one. I knew that was going to be my wife, and I knew that I was going to commit to overcoming my own issues in order to be present for her. That was the big thing. It wasn't that I was going to tolerate her. It was I was going to look at myself at every single impasse and work on myself to get through the impasse in order to, to keep the relationship going. So I'll just wake up and make that choice every day. Doesn't mean I will choose that 10 years from now. I have no idea knowing, but you definitely got to take it day by day by day by day by day. And uh, yeah, so it was two weeks in. I don't know when I, I first said I love you to her though, but I know I was trying to marry her second weekend. <laughs> I, I know, I, I'm gonna share a story about Changa. Like I know that to be true. I would say um, like Changa knew that um, his wife was going to be his wife for some time and that he wanted to marry her. And I also remember, I'd say about maybe six or seven months into the marriage, I talked to Changa. I said, so Changa, how, how is married life? You know? And Changa was like, well, look, he said, look, I'm doing what I um, agreed to do the covenant that I made um, before God as to what marriage is supposed to be. And I knew, I was like, okay, so they're working through some things. But, but I, I never forgot that, Chang, and I always carry it with me. You know, you were like, look, I'm honoring the vows that I made, um, you know, to the most high to do the things that I'm supposed to do um, inside of a marriage. You know, we all have to do our own. That's yeah. all you can do. That's, That's all you all can, can do. do. At the end of the day, if you try to change someone else and try to browbeat them, like, you're wasting your time. And they're full-fledged people and, and you don't have a respect for them if you, mm. you have to have a respect for them their process and it's not really even to them as a us right because your 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 very presence in their circle makes them change so it's it's always a us thing outside of you they're going to be a different person uh, and, and if they're not close to you you may be a different person so it's really just about uh, respecting that and it's hard 
<laughs> yeah, man. Yep. Yeah. It's hard, but it's, it's rewarding. And I know that, uh, you know, trading for someone else's uh, persnickety ways is not going to do me any, you know, it's not going to make anything better. You can't, you can't trade up or down. You're just going to trade laterally. And there's yep. just going to be something, something else that drives you crazy. So really, it's about, about you know, you. Absolutely. So what what was the uh, what was the question? Uh, oh, because we for, for those who have just joined us, because we we talked about a wide variety of things kind of, you know, that were ancillary to it, which is always great because well, yeah. it's always a to be continued. But what was the question before we take this out? The, the question was, what is the timeline for the second first impression? What when when does the real makeup come off? And we got varied answers because I think that's one of those that is very subjective. And as a subjective topic, you're going to have answers coming from uh, left, right and the middle. Absolutely. So, look, we're about to close this out. But before we do, I just want to give uh, everybody an opportunity to say uh, where we can find them. We'll start off with uh, Jimmy. Uh, Jimmy, where where can we find you? And will you come back and and be a guest on the podcast? Absolutely. I would love to. And you can find me on Instagram at the Jimmy Vick, V-I-C-K. And uh, quick side note, I'm learning Spanish. I have a wonderful teacher in Guatemala. And there are other friends of hers. They're out of work right now because schools are closed, but they do online classes, super affordable. So look for me at the Jimmy Vic for shows I have coming up. Or if you want to connect with a Spanish teacher, learn about language and culture. Nice. Boom. That's what's up. Uh, Sasha, you, you got Sasha's an amazing PR and marketing uh, person. We're actually trying to get her to do PR and marketing for Talk It Over. So every time I bring it up to her, she blushes and she's like, you know what? You better stop doing that. But I'm not going to stop until we get a yes. Sasha, tell us about where we can find you, what you do, what what you want us to know. Yeah, you can find me uh, on Instagram, probably the easiest, at Monsi212. And uh, I try to keep up the content, but I'm not the best at it uh, off work. But that's probably the best channel to connect with me on. And, uh, yeah, looking forward to uh, taking on more of these. All right. Really, really appreciate you. I'm so glad you brought Jimmy on board. Miss Anel, the amazing Miss Anel. Hi, I uh, have an outdated web page that you can visit <laughs> that I swear I'm going to uh, update very soon. So check it, check it next week, maybe. Um, com. You can see what I'm up to um, there. And also you can follow me at um, at Carmona Nell in Instagram. That's what's up. Look, Anel is actually, uh, when you see the pilot of Talk It Over, Anel actually plays our amazing guest chef. She did an excellent job. The footage looks really good, Anel. I can't wait to um, give you a copy of it. Miss um, Robin, the amazing Miss Robin. Where can we find you? Or Robin is doing all sorts of amazing um, things, but but tell us tell us about one of your one of your main uh, causes. Yeah, don't go to my name because I'm I'm not an interesting person when it comes to just, yourself. To just my name, there's not a whole lot on there. But um, but I have an organization, a nonprofit organization in Uganda. So if anybody's ever interested in seeing what you know people are doing over there in that big old continent, um, it's called Set Her Free. Um, and we're on Set Her Free on Facebook, Instagram, and then it's setherfree.org. And I rescue uh, little girls from the streets. We have lots and lots of uh, hundreds of, of young women, um, at-risk young girls. And 
abuse young girls. And right now, um, and, and just a shout out to like everybody who just has a kind heart. I'm miraculously as of Friday. And it was just in a few days time. I, I, I received like almost $20,000, which I was able to quickly forward over to them. Um, That's awesome. we think we got it rough here. There, there is no grocery store, you know, that they're waiting in line to go to or whatever. These girls live in the slums. So they're, they're literally starving. So, and no transportation to go find anything. So I was able to get a, you know, good lump sum and we're stocking stuff. If we have to uh, hijack trucks to do so, we're doing it. Absolutely. We'll it out yep. there. So set her free. That's where I am. That's what's up. Chili Moe's. Yeah. So I uh, just, I guess what's relevant is I have a, a website, uh, Uh I have a podcast that I'm really excited about. Got my third episode. It's called Conversations with a Yogi. And that awesome. is on anchor.fm backslash Changabell. And then uh, the nonprofit that I um, ex- am executive director of is uh, the Black Male Yoga Initiative. So that's www.bmyi.org. That's what's up. Changa, you also have a, a, a daily meditation, uh, right? Can you tell us about that? Or Yeah, I got it. Yeah, that's, that's right. There's a lot going on. Uh, so a daily meditation, if you register uh, by 8 p.m. the day before, uh, hosted on Zoom, uh, I sent out the, the passcode, and it's just uh, from 7 a.m. every day, Eastern Standard Time, uh, Eastern Standard U.S. Time, 7 a.m. goes 7 a.m. to 7.30 a.m. Uh, and that's Monday through Friday only, sorry. That's what's up. Big O. Yo. What you want to tell us? About you. Man, I don't, I don't want anybody looking for me. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I might have some warrants out there. I don't know. Uh, y'all can find me on this podcast every Boom. time it's released. If you want the Instagram, and this handle may change, but right now it's L Chapovan. And that's E L C H P C H A P underscore Olin, O L I N. Um, that handle may not remain the same, but if anybody's curious as who the voice is behind Big O, you can go out there and find me. That's what's up. Listen, can I can I get an endorsement that you all will come back and do the podcast? Actually, this is my last day. Nah. Oh, that's what I thought. Yeah. <laughs> can I can I get one, Changa? Can you can we can we get you to come back and do? Yeah, yeah, of course. And can I ask everybody real quick if you can type in the chat box? Oh, everyone's doing it. All right, put it in there, uh, IG that's uh, handle, so we can do it. But yes, absolutely. Anytime you want me here, I am here. Oh, that's wonderful. Look, so once again, you've been listening to Talk It Over. Talk It Over is the only dating relationship podcast that begins in bed. I want to thank my producer and technician, Anna Banana, up in the building doing her mm-hmm. thing. Yes. Also, our tech, uh, our other producer um, and technical uh, engineer, uh, Bumpy, but he's uh, because we're honoring social uh social distancing he hasn't been with us but he is well we um chatted it up yesterday and um so yeah once again it's your man ki from bedstock may all your ups and downs be in bed slow motion for me yeah you've been listening to can we talk it over the only dating relationship podcast that begins in bed we hope you got what you needed make sure you subscribe holla at you next week